I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Ah, well, here comes WCW. Here comes Monday Night Nitro, right? To the, the direct competitor to Monday Night Raw. And they're based in Atlanta, and they're with Ted Turner, and they're doing it a little differently. They're, they're pushing the envelope just a little bit more, right? You know, maybe you've got a little boilerplate. And so what happens? Well, then they start doing well in the ratings. And you know what else happens? They start coming getting your disgruntled, you know, roster members. And so guess what? Ha- Scott Hall goes over. Res Ramon. Hulk Hogan goes over. Kevin Nash goes over. Mm. All your best talent, Sting goes over, you know, and then it becomes a real war, right? And WWF's looking; they 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 got their wiener in their hands, like what happened, you know, what 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 went wrong? And I think that's kind of where we are right now with Liv and the PGA Tour. You know, the PGA Tour is the legacy; they're the establishment. They set the standard for as many years as they've been doing it, right? That's where everybody wants to play until now. So, the question I have for you is. Whatever Tiger Woods is trying to accomplish with these top golfers, trying to get everybody on the same page, how you can make the PGA Tour the best product in golf, is he going to be able to accomplish that in the meeting on Tuesday afternoon? Well, hopefully he's got a check with him uh, on behalf of the PGA because that's what it's going to be about ultimately is money. Yes. That's what all the decision to go to live, we both know. It comes down to $100 million and $200 million offers that most of us as regular citizens could not turn down. That's right. In this case, you've got rich golfers already rich, and they can't turn it down. And so for Tiger Woods to be the sort of you, – you, you're reaching out to him as the bat signal here. Man, go pull off – the Will Zalatoris's. Go talk to them and tell them how important it is to stay with the PGA Tour, right? We need you. And, and you know what most of his reasoning on this is based out of? That these golfers, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, turned their back on what put them in position to, to take that off. And he's right. Yep. But that's thin. That doesn't offset the 100 to $200 million offers. Again, you're getting me. Yeah, I built it off PGA. Built my resume to a point that I can get that offer, but you're saying don't turn my back on on it. And I've got I'm, I, I, when I when I turn my back, I'm turning it to this hundred and two hundred million dollars that could change the life of my families and their families and everything else. Like that's a tough ask. In the end, the only thing that's gonna, rather than trying to you know pull at their heartstrings or appeal to their loyalties, yep. it's going to come down to money. Yep. The PGA Tour is going to have to ante up. It's going to have to come down to a settlement with Liv that says, look, we, we'll share these guys for the time being or whatever it is, but get off your high horse because you're literally losing guys by the day here. Cam Smith going to be the next, right? And, 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 and again, you're, you're fighting a battle against money, and you're trying to do it with loyalty and heart, right? Or, oh, you guys are doing that, – that's not going to work. The bottom line is going to be the money that you can offer, increased purses on the PGA Tour, and probably, like you said, in the time being, going to have to share these guys yep. right for the for as long as these offers would live stand because that's kind of, you know these golfers aren't turning that kind of money down. So again, this is a lot of pressure on Tiger to go out there and pull at these guys' heartstrings and says, "Stay loyal, stay loyal to what got us all here." But in the end, again, when you've got that money, 
coming at you going to be hard to stick to your quote-unquote loyalties <clears throat> to the PGA Tour. No, you're right. And by the way, like, I, I, get, I, I, I respect what Tiger is doing because I think Tiger looks at the PGA Tour like we were talking about earlier. The Rock looks at wrestling. It gave him his life. It gave him everything he had. I mean, of course, it was you. It was your talent that ultimately unlocked that, but yeah, that was the platform. Um, but, like, what does Tiger, like, think is – you know, it, we're, we're talking dollars and cents here. That's it. That's the only thing that matters. But, but see, for him, it's not necessarily life-changing money because he's already worth a that's, billion. That's, that's exactly for right. For these other guys like Zalatoris, who was, what, at $6 million before he won the before he won the tournament here? Yep. Like that, that this is life changing money for Truly. Cam Smith. Same thing. It's life changing money that they haven't earned yet. You've already gotten yours, so it's very easy to say stick to your loyalties. Yep. Again, these guys want to be in the position you're at, where 100 and 200 million dollars is a drop in the bucket, and here's a guaranteed 100 to 200 million dollars no from doubt. Live. They don't even have to finish first, bro. Like now, now what you've read though is some of it offsets. You're getting this money now, so when you win a Live tournament, it's going to count against the money we've already paid you. But frankly. Who's not going to take guaranteed money that you don't even have to win you got, well, that's you know, the thing, is, to win a tournament to get? And I think to expect them to do that is Correct. a little ridiculous. Correct. Yeah, you know, if we're being honest. So, so right. So, so sh- sh- get out of your dream state, PGA, right. and really come up with an answer to what's happening. Because right now, that's what I'm saying. You're basing on loyalties and guys bad-mouthing others in the media. That hasn't stopped this train of guys from leaving. Now you're asking Tiger Woods to go do it. His voice ain't going to matter either if he doesn't have a check behind it. Yep. In the end, that's what it's about. So PGA, to, to me, it's just they're not getting serious here about what the real answer is going to be, which is going to have to be a settlement with Liv in terms of trying to keep the Dustin Johnsons. You want those guys in your tournament. No, you do. So you're going to have to figure out a way to, you know, for, 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 for both to play here in the sandbox. Yep, I think you're right. I think that's where that ends up. Uh, you want to share the toys. Yeah, there's enough to go around, man. I mean, that's look, why should the PGA Tour have a monopoly, Right. I mean, what gives them the God-given right to just have the only thing smoking and golf? I don't think there is one, you know? Um, and so uh, that's, that's totally, I think, within the state of play to, you know, uh, have another organization try to start something and, and pay what they want to pay. I mean, I think there's a really good chance that they look back in five years and say, good God, you know, even as much money as the Saudis have, man, that was a bad investment. Right, because mm-hmm. I just don't think they're going to get the eyeballs. I don't think they're going to get the, um, you know, the 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 rake back, so to speak. Right, I just don't think that's going to come back to them, and you know, in droves like that. But I mean, they're they're within their rights to to give it a shot, you know, and to start it. Um, and so I don't begrudge them that uh, whatsoever. But Tiger was going to try to meet with everybody and get everybody on the same page. We'll see. I mean, if anybody can do it, it is him. It is Tiger. Oh, they'll all tell him to his face. Yeah. Right. And then when, when Greg Norman calls on the other line and says, hey, I got a hot $150 million for you, you want to come over? I'm like, yeah. I'll be on the next flight to the uh, exactly. you know, UAE, bro. <laughs> I'll be on the next one. So, yeah, anyway, that's the latest uh, in, in, uh, in professional golf. Trista Crick's going to join us at 125. We'll talk to her about the Grizzlies being all over TV. Isn't that great? Isn't that such a great thing? All that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 FM. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah. What if I told you that LeBron James' son was going to play for Penny Hardaway? What if I told you that? I'd say... Ah, still a slim chance. Right, let me let me put it to you like this. I wanted to tell you, tell me some more. Tell me some more. This is, but a, this is a bit on TikTok, but I'm going to bring it to you. LeBron James' son, Bronny, committing to Memphis or Black History Month? Oh, Black History Month. Really? What about... What about LeBron's son coming to Memphis, though? For one year. James Wiseman's a better player. But Black History Month's only one month. But, but it's still very important to have. But so is LeBron James' son at Memphis. Not that important. Nope. Can do without him. I promise you, you can. So, Black History Month, John. All right, well, I guess that's it for that. Yeah. That's it for the segment. There's no need to continue. No, what's interesting is that uh, there are some who believe there really is a tie. Damn. I'm, some fight wouldn't even say a tie, bro. You know, for being honest. Some wouldn't even say, like, you know, some people would just say, oh, for sure, Bronny's son going to Memphis, you know? But that's a different conversation for a different day. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the the reason why we're bringing this up is because LeBron James' son is being recruited by a host of schools. I think uh, uh, Joe Tipton put out a graphic of five schools uh, that were recruiting uh, Bronny. And... Um, None of them included Memphis. Then Joe Tipton came back today and said in an update that uh, there two of the schools are not actually recruiting him and that he's heard there's actually another Nike school that is involved. And Jeff Goodman comes underneath the graphic and says he has heard Memphis. He has heard Memphis. Or that, that, he, that he guessed Memphis. I would guess Memphis, I think, is the way he put it. <clears throat> so, Look, we've talked about Bronny before on this show. He's gotten better over the last couple of years. I don't know where he's ranked now. I'm assuming he's in the top 50 in most places. He's 49 at 247. Yeah. Uh, there, That's their ranking in the composite. He's 43. Again, still listed as a four-star prospect, not a five-star. 
Yeah. Uh, so you know, again, he's a he's a supremely talented player. Comes from a, you know, I mean, one of the greatest of all time. He's the son of one of the greatest of all time. Um, you know, and then like I just feel like on top of what he would bring you on the court, I mean, there just is something to be said for adding the son of LeBron James to your program. So the schools that are uh, that that on three did the actual image for were put out by B and Cardi. UCLA, gotcha. UCLA, Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon, and Southern Cal. Aren't those those five schools that he's those got the jersey the ones, on yeah. now? So what on three did then was go behind that. Gotcha. And in the case of Michigan, they're saying doesn't appear that Michigan's actively recruiting him. So they tried to go back through and see the schools that are, and in doing so said, hey, Memphis is on there as well. No, they got they got Memphis as well. Michigan, uh, according to on three, does not appear Michigan is actively recruiting him. Uh, they, Ohio State obviously is, which makes a lot of sense considering uh, where LeBron is from. They are actively recruiting, according to them. Uh, Oregon is also actively recruiting Bronny. Uh, the two parties have been in contact. Makes sense. And then USC is actively recruiting James, especially considering the fact that he's out in California right now. Um, as far as UCLA, it does not appear they're actively recruiting James, according to On3. Again, those were the five schools listed by being Cardi last week. It was the first anybody had really done in terms of who's on Bronny, because remember, Bronny doesn't do interviews. And so, again, getting firm information on who's after him or not had been tough. Being Cardi starts it with a list that's got five schools in it. Clearly, we just went through them. Now, On3 picks up from there, mm-hmm. eliminates a couple of them, but is obviously adding you know, Memphis in. We'd assume that Duke is not recruiting him. Yeah, I mean, Duke hasn't been mentioned, which kind of surprises me. They're not in the On3 article. They're not in the uh, being Cardi list. And so, not, I mean, that, that's kind of where I just assumed he was going to go. We talked about this, you know, earlier in the year. Didn't, didn't in the LeBron summer. say that's where he would have went? Yes. Yeah, right. But, but again, that's K. But, like, right, I, feel, I feel like LeBron K. has had, like, a million of different answers. Did he you say know? Ohio State at one point? Yeah, like, I feel yeah. like he has said probably – uh, I thought it was always Duke and K. Well, Jalen Green did this too, right? Jalen Green did like, oh, I would have went to Memphis, and then I would have gone to Auburn. I would have gone to, <clears throat> you know, another a third school if I didn't go to the G League Ignite. So, um, you know, it could be it does, that doesn't matter. What matters is like, does Memphis actually have a chance to get Bronny? I would guess not. I mean, it. I would guess probably not. Like, don't you think he's gonna go? If he's gonna go to college, he's probably gonna go to Ohio State. Like, wouldn't that be your guess? I mean, okay. the, 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 he's okay. from there. I mean, I, I, I suppose you know LeBron. LeBron resigns in L.A. Maybe you want him close, and he's he's at, he's at USC. You know right. what I'm saying? Not so again. That that's assuming that that's saying. Well, what if LeBron decides to re up with L.A.? Uh, I've always thought, okay, you're going to play out this this last year, and then you're going to hit free agency. Who knows? But I don't think it's any given that he'd go to Ohio State over uh, USC or. Uh, Whoever else is on the list by the time I, I wonder almost if the the likely if it's more likely he doesn't go to college that again LeBron controls the brand right because in many ways you're giving up some control when you give him to a college coach what happens the first time he doesn't play 25 minutes mm-hmm. you know is he transferring at that point you don't have to deal with it if you just go G League or what overtime elite or whatever the heck it is you've got more control there so rather than picking which college would be the favorite. And you figure Penny Hardaway with his relationship with LeBron would be in there. I would think the more likelihood is right now that you're gonna you're gonna stay in some sort of professional mode and not go college, so that LeBron and Savannah have more control. Jason, don't you think these high level play- coaches and, and teams should stay away from Bronny? Uh, it's a lot. 
It's a lot that you're asking. You follow and again, me? You, yes, you have 12 other guys you got to be worried about. And that's the question I was asking uh, uh, y'all last week. Yeah. Is Bronny good enough to, to, to be that? Screw around to with have the, everything the, the mess so tied that comes that? with right. that. Is it worth it, to John's point? I you can you can have a great program without Bronny James. Right. That that's the point here. Mm-hmm. You don't have to break your back to get him and still have a successful program that's advancing to the second week of the NCAA tournament. So for Memphis, that's the question you have to ask yourself: is is it worth it? My my guess here is that because of the relationship with LeBron, because when Penny calls, it's important, right? The, considering the brand he is, because of the Nike relationships, that it's really low risk here. Penny can call put his foot in the water, said, man, we'd love to have him, sort of gauge whether or not this kid's going to go to college, whatever he's feeling, whatever Bron says, See, you know, is he going professional or not? Then you can sort of determine from that how much actual effort you put into the recruiting of him. I think that, you know, Penny can get, I, I would think, a genuine answer out of LeBron on this about, hey, do I go hard here and proceed or should I lay off a little bit because y'all are thinking more pro ranks? I mean, he's the guy perfectly suited to find out the real on this. Yep. And so from that, again, that standpoint, uh, it's probably very low risk for Penny to hear right now. Say, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I want him. And then you see where it goes yeah. from there based on what you're hearing from the family in terms of are you going to college or not. Yeah. no. I, if he's I, going to college, absolutely. But if he's not, then you, you know, I could say, also I could also see where, like, I, I'll just use it, and it's not, it's not the same exactly. Like, it's not the same exact comparison at all because, like, just the, the, the profiles are very different. But I'm sort of seeing it, like, I've seen it up close, like, Mason Miller redshirted at Creighton, you know, like it's a, it's been a very hands off sort of handling there. I mean, Mike was an NBA player for 18 years, and it's not like he's, you know, he's not calling Greg McDermott every day. He's not saying what's going on with, you know, on some level, like you know how it's done, you know what it takes to be a professional, and it's sort of on you to, and you know, if we if we if we made that choice to go to Creighton, you know, if we make that choice to go to Ohio State or Memphis or you, you know, wherever. It's on you to sort of have good habits. It's on you to, you know, be be. A, I'm not gonna be calling, you know, checking in on. Oh, is Bronny at practice today? Is he doing what he's supposed to do? Is he eating the way he's supposed yeah, to? Yeah, but eat? that. But okay, I, I get where you're going with that. But that's a year where you've agreed we're gonna redshirt. Like, oh yeah. What, what's happening once minutes are divvied out? Now well, you're ready fair. to play. That's fair. That's fair. Is Mike still cool? Hey, you gotta yeah, go we'll get see. it, or we'll does see. it become a deal where my kid should be playing more? Yeah. Like it, it's different once you've agreed to the redshirt. You'd be a little bit more hands off. And and and, 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 uh, and also like uh, the other part is like. Mason's not going to have that national attention the way that oh my gosh Ronnie is going to have. So every game is going to be an oh, event, it, it, dude. You would get is Penny playing him enough? Is Penny developing him? Yes. Like all the questions that would come with that, possibly to the detriment of the rest of your your team chemistry. I mean, you want to talk about a comparison? That's a lot of Imani Bates. Yep. In terms of how highly regarded he was, well, you've already got a team that's got a nucleus that feels like it was headed in the right direction coming off an NIT championship. But right on the brink of hopefully what was an NCAA tournament berth, they felt a certain kind of way about they, what had they accomplished already. And so all of a sudden you're asking, well, is Imani Bates playing point guard? No. Oh, he's running the show, and a freshman's going to play the – a reclassified freshman, by the way. Uh, uh, all those upperclassmen's games going to depend on him. Remember all those questions and chemistry? that uh, Times 10 with with Bronny James. Right. Because you're getting that question from the – Jeff Goodman and them going to want to know, well, how much you playing Bronny? Well, is he developing? Like, that's going to be more so than your team and everybody else. So that's why I go back to the question of, is it worth it in terms of if you're Penny Hardaway? Because, again, you're talking about somebody who's not a, just a, a no, bona fide NBA draft pick and well, everything e- else. Even if he He's w- a four-star prospect even if he who's was, improving. Even if he was a bona fide you know, uh, NBA you know, f- top five draft pick, 
you're bringing that in, and if it doesn't go that way, you know, I think it's, it works the same way. You know, when you're, when you're bringing in the, the son of LeBron James, whether you're a top 50 kid or a top 10 kid, there is an expectation of, I mean, it'd be different if he was a top five kid, but there's still an expectation that you get that kid to the league as a first rounder, right? And if it doesn't happen, like, you know, that's just, like, do you piss off like LeBron? Do you run that risk? You know? I'm saying it's hard. It's hard to guarantee as any coach. I don't care if it's whoever else, any yeah. other coach on that list. Yeah. Guaranteed you're going to take the number 43 prospect right now and make him a first rounder? Yeah. That's a, you'd be making a, 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 a tough promise there in terms of trying to keep it. Yeah. That you're going to make him a first. If that's the expectation, oh, that might be another reason to stay out. Let's, I don't uh, know if he ever becomes a first rounder. Let's ask Trista about this because I think there's a, there's a reason why you're seeing his list. You know, his list is what it is, and I, it's not because of his ability. I think it's because of exactly what we're talking about—the pressure that comes with coaching LeBron James's kid. Nobody necessarily wants that. It's tough. So, right now, Jawan Howard ain't, don't want it. Yeah. So we'll talk to uh, we'll talk to Trista about that and more when we come back. Jason and John, ninety-two. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. ESPN. Always new women gotta keep a balance. Trista Crick is MC Fate. Y'all know that. MC Fate joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Catch her on Bet MGM tonight. The fan on weekends. We got a lot to get to. But first, Fate, I gotta ask you if you ran a college basketball program. And it was a good one, you know, like think Memphis, you know, Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, Carolina, Ohio State, etc. Would you put in a call and would you spend time recruiting Bronny James? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, it's just that, I mean, it's just that easy. Yeah, because you're trying to make money. Ultimately, it doesn't really matter what the program, as I said, the program does. It matters how many butts you put in the seats. My guys, we are in the business of basketball, and the Bronny James business is booming. We got Skip Bayless talking about Bronny James is now a topic of every, every show's discussion. Priority number one is LeBron James. Priority two is Bronny James. Priority three is Bryce James. 
I would probably recruit them both, actually, Bryce and Bronny. Well, I, I don't disagree with you, there's no, and, and there's, really, there's really nothing to disagree about. I mean, you're right. Business is booming for Bronny James, but business only booms as long as you're, like, playing well. And he's in high school right now. So what happens if he gets to college and he's LiAngelo Ball as opposed to Lonzo or LaMelo? Then, then he becomes a G League two-way sensation, and an NBA team takes a shot on him because they know they get LeBron James. It's just a long game. I think you just have to say, you know, ultimately, LiAngelo was still, you know, a college, a real deal college player until he got caught stealing sunglasses in China and got locked up. He was still on the team, so I think even him on the team makes that that basketball program something that's enticing and maybe he gets, you know, six man minutes, maybe it's second or third man off the bench, maybe he's doing all the little things, but you know that LeBron's gonna show up for his games. I think actually there though that there's a real shot he ends up if the NBA lowers their age to eighteen to go to the NBA, that his senior year he'll just go to the G League, uh, like G League Ignite. And then from G League Ignite, go directly to to the NBA, and that will coincide with LeBron's first year in free agency. He can just go wherever Bronny is. Will be interesting to see which way uh, which way he decides, and whether guys like Penny Hardaway go after him or not, or or determine you know what it's not worth it. He's going to go the professional route. I'm very curious to see. Let me ask you this, Trista: On Christmas Day, will you be watching one of these five games, Grizzlies Warriors, whichever one it is that the NBA is going to put? out there, or, and be honest with you, you're going to be watching Green Bay or the Rams or Tampa Bay uh, uh, out of the NFL. There's a lot to watch on Christmas Day, and I'm curious what you'll be glued to. Guys, guys, come on. You already know where my allegiance is. The, you're you're, you you're gold-blooded. You're gold-blooded. You're a Warriors I'm fan. Gold bl- I'm gold-blooded. No, I rock for the Grizz. I'm going to probably, I'm going to, guys, I have already taken the week of Christmas off. Maybe I'll be in the Bay, the Yay area, doing the gritty with jaw. I am down. I'm going to be, I'm going to be at that. I'm going to hopefully be at that game as long as I can swing it. Yeah, well, I mean, isn't it more of a show of support for the Grizz if you come to a Grizzlies game in Memphis, though? Because you're going to a Warriors game. Wish, We're going, they're going to they're gonna hate it. her there, though. That's one thing about they it. She'll be you represent- guys know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They look at me so foul when I walk into their games. I already Even at Summer League, I sat down on the baseline next to a bunch of Warriors assistants and people on the team side, and Ooh. I have a friend of a friend who works for – the G League of the you know the Santa Cruz Warriors. I give him a big hug. All the Warriors assistants are looking at me and him like we have five eyes. Like you're hugging the enemy. He's like, let's go over here and talk. So no, they know. They definitely know. And I would be, yeah, I would definitely be getting side eyes in that building and in Grizz. Even though I'm gold blooded, yeah. you know where it is, what time it is. And I thought actually it might be in Memphis, and I was getting really excited, and then I saw it was in the Bay. Yeah. Next no, year, they, though, they, next I mean, year it'll be in Memphis. That's tell, the hope. They tell us, they the tell us that Memphis will get a Christmas Day game because we, the point we made is like you know, Ja is Black Jesus, so he has to have yeah. a, he has to have a Christmas Day game every year moving forward. You know, you can't not have Black Jesus on Christmas Day. 
it's fair. It's fair and it's fact, and that would be great for the city of Memphis. Yeah, like I think that day that's that he needs to have just Jesus on the back of his jersey. I mean, I think he needs an exemption for that. No, no, no it just needs to be Christ. You're right. Needs to be Christ just, on the back. That's exactly right. Isn't isn't Ja like isn't Ja um, isn't that in some isn't that another word for God, Ja? Um, I think you're right. Yeah. I think that I, I want to say some like I don't know which I don't know which you know, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble here but I think it's we could we could stretch that you know there's a way yes no J A J A H yeah in Hebrew is the four letters that form the personal name of God Yahweh Yahweh bang Bang. Yahweh, that way, Yahweh. You just—it's just—it's—it's it's written. It's destiny, man. It—it it truly is. Uh, we we set the over under uh, on the show earlier for national TV games for the Grizzlies at twelve and a half. It was seven last year. I think maybe it got to eight because they flexed them in. Would you take the under the over on twelve and a half? Now we're not talking NBA TV. We're talking NBA. We're talking about TNT, ESPN. I think it's over. I think it's over. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of national television games now. That's a huge increase. That's like double. Yeah, but I think people kind of know that he's he moves the needle. If and I said this to you guys before, and I said this to Uncle Dennis as well. I said to um, just the crew, like I think Jaw is probably not even probably. I would stamp my name and say that Jaw Morant is the most exciting player to watch in the NBA on any given day in the regular season or postseason. Like, I love Dame a lot, but on a random Tuesday in January, you have a a low degree of confidence that there's going to be some wild stuff that goes on with Dame. Jaw does so many crazy sort of spectacular things that even just on on a Tuesday or on a Wednesday against not even a team that you care about, he does things that make your jaw drop. No pun intended. Oh, I'm with you completely. And I think it's the most attractive attractive game on the slate. Uh, another young guy, or a couple of young guys, DeJounte Murray, we saw him and Paolo Bancaro get into it. I don't know if you saw it, Trista, or not, but it looked yeah. like DeJounte went out of his way that, look, I'm going to try to school this young kid on being humble again. Like he's, I remember him when he was sleeping on my couch asking me to rebound for him, and now he's trying to big-time me being number one. What do you think of the beef? And is, is it DeJounte's place to sort of humble a guy like Paolo? John's real high on Paolo, as you know, yeah. represented by Mike Miller. These Seattle kids, man, we we Pacific Northwest folk, we don't get enough. We don't get enough friction where, you know, we get out in the real world and we start popping off and then all of a sudden things get too spicy. And DeJounte and Paolo both being from Seattle, it's just a rough look for the town. It's just a rough look for the Pacific Northwest and a rough, rough look for – to, for those two to go at it too, and it, to take it to the Instagram streets, yep. I like Paolo a lot. Can't wait to interview him on the podcast. I know that Orlando is looking forward to that as well. I'm sure it's going to happen sometime this season. Uh, maybe, maybe John can help facilitate it. We don't know, but it would be one hell of an interview. All I'll say is I, that I think we know. I uh, think we certainly do know. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think we know if, if you know, if, if that can be facilitated. It's, it, you know, it's funny. Like, I did hear, by the way, I talked, I heard, like, DeJounte was like a, like a gangbanger. Like, I heard that he came from that. 
He he was yeah he was he was he was definitely someone who has been on the record about turning his life around yeah. and not and I think uh, Jamal Crawford took him under his wing yeah. and helped him to be on a straight and narrow path and man Paolo put Paolo him right back that. did he Paolo put him he, right back in the streets man Paolo got know, it out of him he was he was like Kevin Hart in the uh, four year old version. <laughs> That yeah, that was that was a that was a weird, a very. Wow. But I get it though, because I'm thinking about like I'm thinking about like two guys from Memphis. You know, if they got into it like that, you just you would hate to see it. You would hate. You know what I mean? You would hate exactly. to see the city on city. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's bad. On, bad go. for the town. Bad for the town. It's bad luck for the town. Yeah. It really is. We were talking earlier too, Trista, about uh, about. The Rock is actually shooting a, uh, a a season three of Young Rock on NBC. He's shooting it in Memphis, um, and you know people here in Memphis know like The Rock is like you know everybody has like somebody that they go crazy over and like giddy over. For me, the answer is The Rock. Like I have all of his, I have all of his stuff, everything, every piece of memorabilia. I got posters, I got DVDs, I got all of his movies. Like I'm, you know, I'm The Rock number one fan. I think. Who are you the number one fan of? Man, like if they were to come into town, yeah, like and, yeah, and they were to shoot a movie, yeah, or it, it could be like a, it could be an artist, it could be a, you know, an actor or an athlete. I like, would be pretty excited if like J Cole or or Drake or Dr. Dre, even with all of his skeletons, came into town and they were shooting across the street from my place. I'd be pretty excited about that, you know, not to because I'm not a huge I don't really have a ton of fandom. LeBron obviously would be epic. Jordan would be epic. But I'm not a huge fan of, of people. I think that's what makes me good at what I do is I don't get all crazy. But um, if Ryan if if uh, Ryan Gosling was shooting something or or maybe even a Ruby Rose, my head my head might turn and just come and, and have the binoculars out and watch the watch the movie go down. J. Cole is one of the most boring rappers of our time. I can't believe you would bring he him to the show. Lead, he leads off our show, he's a, Trista, he, and this man calls him one of the most boring rappers of all dude time. Dude bores me, he's man. He's not boring. He's literally dude, our intro what, song. He's like a college. What's boring about J. Cole? He's like a, a he's like a college professor. He's a J. Cole hater, Trista. He's like a he's like a, it's like a it lecture. It's like when you listen to it, it's like a college lecture. It's like, oh, God. Okay, I get what you're Born doing Center. here. Born Sinners may be one of the greatest out rap albums in like the last decade. You got you got to go back to a dollar and a dream. He ain't been he ain't been interesting since a dollar and a dream. John is very disappointed you didn't say Eminem, Trista. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not he's a big Eminem fan. And he I'm is and he's a stan. So, he's very disappointed with your list. Hey, uh, quick quick question, uh, Jason, why don't you follow me on Twitter? Oh. Ooh, wow. And what I would tell you since so we got your co-signer here that's wowing, go check that again. And, and oh, you can check my oh. and, and you look at my hands oh. there, John, and see if I'm touching he's, anything he's right now. He's putting his hands up. Check that again, Tristan, and see if I'm following you or not. And, did, did, and then did, come back and then come back at me. And then come back at me. When did that take place? Because I was just looking at it the other moment. We'll, we'll put it this way: it was overdue. It was long overdue, and it needed it to happen overdue. a while back. It needed to happen a while it's back. Okay, you've got gonna, you've got two number one fight. fans of you right here. You were on probation. You were on you were on probation. That's what that was. I get that. I get that. I'm a an acquired taste, like truffle butter. Yeah, Jason. Like you have it on fries the first time, and you're like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yep. 
and then you're like, hey, can I get some truffle fries? Actually, I kind of like. Yeah, Jason had to like. Jason had to like really. He I'm wanted, on it. He wanted to see what it was going to be like for a few weeks, you know, because that. But that. Yeah. But that means that means y'all are locked in now. But he yeah, truffle, that's a truffle good butter. But Jason will. Bond. He will unfollow though. That's that's, a, that's fair. Like he that's will. Nah, once I'm in, I'm good. I'm loyal. No, nah, but you've unfollowed people that don't have don't bring you any value anymore. Well, Trista brings great value every week to this show. We, but love, will, we love her. He will drop that guillotine with no remorse. We are ten toes down, John. Yeah, yeah, ten I love it. Toes down. It's a bond now. It's a brotherhood and sisterhood. We are stamping this thing in blood. Yeah, you got it. You already know. Hey, we appreciate it every week, Trista. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Trista. Love you guys. Yep, Talk love you to you back. guys soon. Yep, you got it. She is Trista Crick. Joins every single Tuesday here on the show. Between you and Eva Mendez and her with Gosling, y'all got the whole dang. Y'all got the whole marriage covered. Well, good job there. That's not. You so don't have y'all connected on that. <laughs> it's, it is crazy though. Isn't but it? you don't connect on Eminem. No, we, that's where we part. That's where we part. And so I think that you know that was refreshing. That would be the end of it. You know, in a different world, if I was a single man out here. That'll be the end of the, that conversation. If you if you ain't down with them, we can well we got nothing else to talk about at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I believe it. I mean, just like like you you like she really let you down with that one. Like, let me be clear about this. If you are a person that once did a job that informed Jason, but you no longer do that job, unfollow. You know that's just part that that's part of your. You know, it only happens around the spring when there's a little bit of spring cleaning going on. We get a okay. few of them out of there that it, it, aren't necessarily in those same roles that they were. So I, th- I think everybody that does a, that in some form or fashion. Is that no a uh, is there a number that you ha- like to keep your following no, number under? Not at all. Okay, so That's you could you, you you could I like to keep it at four hundred because like there's two like at some point it's like damn it's too many people. Like, I don't need to see all this. I don't need to follow fifty five NBA writers, right? I follow the best ones. I follow specific, you know, mm-hmm. teams that I care about. But I was, my good, good grief! I don't follow all the NFL beat writers. Do you follow any beat writers besides the Bears? Uh, no, just See? yeah, my guy Biggs. <clears throat> yeah, I follow like the Raiders beat writers, and like that's you know, I mean, I get my news from them. Sure. I don't need to follow the Bills beat writer. I'll get it from if it's big enough. I'll get it from like yeah. Schefter. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's just kind of what it is. Anyway, uh, that doesn't make you a bad person. That just makes you somebody that's just you know, look, you either very pro- selective. You provide value to me, or you're out. All right, that's the way it goes. We'll come back, wrap it up here on a Tuesday. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. Millie Bobby Brown, who was 11 in Stranger Things, is studying human services at Purdue University. Okay. Not Memphis. We didn't win. We didn't win out <clears throat> at Memphis. We do have a great hospitality program, Fogelman in Business, you right, know, right. meme and journalism. I, I would have recommended any of those, any of those programs, certainly, at Memphis. But we did not win out for 11. Maybe we can get, like, you know, is she a big deal? I mean, I think she's probably like if you look out into the future, you look out into your kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. You know, you, she's probably like one of the you know future great actresses. Maybe sometimes child stars it doesn't translate at all, does it? No, not not always. Because right. it's hard to it's hard to. Uh, but you got her pit. You got her pegged. As I mean, I think she's probably in great. the conversation. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like you you know. Again, I'll defer to you. You've seen more Thank of the first four episodes. was so boring, I turned it off. Yeah, is you, it worth watching? My kid is really into it. My wife is into it. I haven't watched any of this Let Connor thing. and Sane and John tell us the best thing on television. Really? Well, it, it, it's a sci-fi kind of crap, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's a... I mean, there's, no, I'm not, I'm not disrespecting. I I'm just not into it. I four episodes. I tried. Mm-hmm. Four. Couldn't do it. That seems pretty deep. It's too slow to figure for it out. me. Now, they yeah. said it gets better. I won't it's, like it then. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think you'll like it, bro. Stranger Things is essentially the most popular thing that's ever happened. My Netflix, kid right? loves it. I mean, it. it's you know, the uh, the the launching weekend of you know part one of the last season. Uh, it was viewed two hundred eighty-six point seven nine million oh hours goodness. in one weekend. I don't even I didn't think there were that many hours in a combined weekend, <laughs> but they're that they're, is amazing. A lot of eyeballs allegedly are. I mean, I don't know what you and were how doing. How many seasons? Four. Four, and then they're, like they're breaking up the last one into two parts. You know, I bet trying because, to stretch this thing out. Well, yeah, because as you know, like you know, you have Vecna, and you know, like well, Vecna was one, and then like uh, Papa, you know, you know, Papa and. Vecna and then Eleven and then like sort of Eleven and One and just the right. telekinesis that, you know, that whole scene, right? Yeah. What is Hellfire? My kid had to get a Hellfire t-shirt. That might be a... Season four? That might be a... Uh, is that a, is that a show or is that a reference it's to It's part the sh- of the, the, the show, he said, and I guess it might be... In I season think eight. that's their club. Is that their club? Yeah. Hellfire? Like, yeah, that's like their, you know, like the... Like the yeah, it's club shirt. Yeah, Hellfire Club. And he he liked it. He wanted that. He, and he, he bought wanted, it. For him. He, he thought that shirt was the most important thing he could possibly buy. See, good you know, a young man of good taste. But see, what I'm trying to explain though is like, so you have one, and then you have eleven, right? And like they they both were like created in like a you know like a Russian lab. But then you have the mind flayer that came in, and you can't forget the mind flayer. But the mind flayer is like related to the demigorgon, right? And so right. like those things take various shapes. You know what I'm saying? Right. They play Dungeons and Dragons. They actually simulate it, but when it, they simulate it, it actually happens, you know, in the real world. Then you go to the upside down, which is not the real world. It's actually the upside down world. It's like hell kind of in a way. Yeesh. So are you kind of keeping up? I think if you do this, then our chances of meeting the rock are over. Because I think he would look at this <laughs> and look at you saying it. But what about be, the mind And he player? would be disgusted. What about right the now, mind flayer? That you watch that trash, but you ain't watching none of the first two episodes of Young Rock. But what about the mind flayer, bro, and the demigorgon? It, it does say that this stuff I is don't all. Care. This is all the stuff that's going to be the rage for Halloween. By the way, these, oh, yeah. this Dungeons and Dragons and the Hellfire Club T-shirts and all this stuff. Well, not, not for this dude. I mean, he'll he'll come to my party as Tubby Smith again. <laughs> is that what you went as last year? That's what they said no, it was. He was, come it was, on, it was, man. It was years many years ago. ago. It was many years it's ago. A few years ago now. <laughs> And he, he, it was a mask, and they said it looked like Tubby. Well, hello there. Tubby. It's it Tubby. It was like the undead. Well, it was like the undead Tubby Smith. That's I walked in my recruiting room at my house. That's funny. That's exactly what it was, <laughs> man. That's exactly, it was great. It was a, it was a great job. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna do it for us today. Thanks to Trista Crick for joining us on the show. Thanks to Jessica Bits for hopping on as well. Gina and Jeffrey up next. Don't miss it for Jason. I'm John. We're gone. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.